Hello, and welcome to Wellness Wednesday with 3W. Wellness Wednesday is sponsored by 3W Medical for Women, a nonprofit medical clinic offering free of charge or low-cost reproductive health services to women in the Seattle area, regardless of income or insurance status. 3W does not profit off the reproductive health choices women make. The information shared in this podcast is the opinion of the speaker or speakers. Medical information is not intended as individual medical consultation, but for general education only. Always consult your own health professional for personalized advice regarding medical decisions. And if you're in the Seattle area, consider making an appointment to consult with us. I'm Lauren Whitting, office manager of 3W Medical for Women and the host of today's podcast. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another podcast, Wellness Wednesday with 3W. Thank you so much for tuning in. Today, I am graced with a a beautiful guest here, and we're keeping in the family again. It is Tammy Wooding. She is my mom. A few podcasts back, we had her mom on, and she had an amazing story. And this is the, the next generation. Tammy's here to join us and talk about her life story, as well as honoring women and empowering women, and how she's kind of come to that in her life. So thank you so much for joining us, mom. Thank you so much. I'm honored to be here. Yes. And we're so excited to have her here. And for further dive into great topics that 3W is bringing to you. So without further ado, first things first, I want to ask is kind of your life in sense of your career to then motherhood and how you kind of came about the career you're in now versus what you were planning on doing and how you kind of had a change of heart with your having children and and what your life was going to look like. Mm -hmm. Thank you. Yeah. So I started off as a, a daughter of a single mother my father passed away when I was young. And so I was very empowered by grandma Mm -hmm. to just be a success. I mean, I, she certainly encouraged me to not become a, 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 a mother at a very young age. Right. She wanted to, you know, that that is generational sometimes yeah. where it just gets repeated and repeated. Totally. And she definitely wanted, you know, she encouraged me to be a career person and yeah. to work hard. I mean, I definitely got my work ethic from her. And I think she probably... I remember you telling me like you need to be able to make your own money because you never know what happens. Oh, she like was very empowered me to just be, uh, just stand on my own two feet, not be with someone because you want to be with them and not because you have to be with them. Right. So it really, it she was just such an encouragement that way to choose people that supported my goals mm-hmm. and not supported me financially. Right. And so, yeah. So anyways, that was, that was just a very big influence all through my life that, that she, she not over the head with it. It just was always about right. striving to be the best that I could be. Yeah. And so with that, I wasn't necessarily academically inclined to go to college. I was a really hard worker. So mm-hmm. any job that I had, <laughs> I am telling you, I got a job when I was 14 at the DQ. Dairy Queen. The Dairy Queen. And they wanted me to be the assistant manager. So any job that I had, I was like, the night manager. I'm going to be the best that I can be. So that turned into working at Nordstrom. I thought, I want to be a buyer at Nordstrom. I want to be, or I want to manage Nordstrom. I want to manage a department there. So I got a job when I was 19, right out of high school. And I, within about 
eight weeks, I was on the fast track to be an assistant manager. They Mm -hmm. were training me up for that. And so I got my first assistant managing. I traveled from, I lived in the Federway area and I traveled all the way up to Alderwood to Mm -hmm. be an assistant manager. And I ultimately ended up being the manager of BP for the downtown Seattle store Mm -hmm. and also the South Center store. Those Mm -hmm. were my two stores that I managed. And I think I had a, I don't know, $3.1 million budget at that time, you know, as far as that revenue that I was generating for the, for the company worked there till when I was 19. And then I worked there until I was about 24. And it really just prior to let me say, when I was 19, I, w- I was single. Yeah. I didn't have any, I wasn't encumbered by a relationship. So I was just work, 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 work. Right. And then I met your father. Mm-hmm. And the minute I met him on our very first date, I said, hi, thanks for this. This is going to be a fun date, but I just want you to know, you know, you're 26. If you're thinking about having children, I'm not having children. Like, At not, all. It, I'm not having children. I'm a, I'm a work working girl over here. I'm yeah. going to have this path is what I'm doing. Right. And he was like, uh-huh, sure. And he <laughs> just did not believe me. Yeah. And it was frustrating because I'm like, no, I'm going to show you I am not having children. And so anyways, we fell in love. We got engaged and... We got we got married in April of ninety four, and then fast forward to September of ninety four, I went into a a doctor's office yeah. to get on birth control yeah. because you know dad is a commercial fisherman so right. he was leaving for right. the entire summer so I wasn't quickly getting birth control right and I wasn't really a good birth control person I didn't I would I would be like the person that would take I'd forget the pill and then I'd take three and then I'd get sick it was not it wasn't it wasn't good for me but I knew I had to do something yeah so I went in with my big venti coffee (laughs) this big I mean it was huge and I was I had a one o'clock shift I had to be at work at one yeah one to ten and never met this doctor before picked her out of just randomly picked this person and she said the nurse that checked me and said what are you here for I said I'm here to get on birth control she goes okay well you have to take a pregnancy test you can't get on birth control with you know if you're pregnant and I was like okay let's do this the lady was not coming back very quickly and I was like this is you know I got a schedule here let's get going on this (laughs) and then all of a sudden the doctor burst into the door and she said hi I'm Dr. Maceo we've never met. You're pregnant. How do you feel about that? And I mean, I stood up, I sat down, I stood up, I sat down. I was just in complete shock, Yeah. which leads me to why was I in complete shock? Should I know <laughs> how these things work at, yeah, this at now 24 20. years old? Right. It's a little embarrassing. I mean, I know we're going to talk about that. I'll yeah. kind of pause for that yeah. part. So needless to say, I was shocked, but in a happy, committed marriage. And I dumped the coffee out, went directly to a bookstore and got what to expect when you're expecting (laughs) and dived into being pregnant and motherhood and all that that meant. I was very excited about it. And anything that I do, I want to be the best at it. So I'm like, okay, where are we at right now? What do I need to be doing? Right. So it, it, it was certainly a change for me. And I... I mean, this is how non-baby they were at. They bought a sports car. Yeah. Like we two weeks sport, before. Yeah, we bought a sports car two weeks before. And I told the salesperson, 
this is our only time. I mean, we probably will have children. At that point, I had fallen in love and I had decided yeah. that I did want children at some point. Right. So it does take the right person, I think, in my case, that yeah. changed my mind that I could do do it all. Now, what I couldn't do is I didn't want to do retail. Right. Because retail, you're, work, you're working when people are off. And mm-hmm. I knew that that wasn't quite conducive to a family life. Yeah. So I did have to make some adjustments there. Mm-hmm. I worked at Nordstrom while you guys were a little bit little, you know, younger. Yeah. And then I, because dad was home, so mm-hmm. he was able to, I always had somebody, my rule was somebody has to love you that to babysit you. Right. That was my thing. And obviously when your dad's home, he was the one and we don't call it babysitting. Yeah. You it's, watch called, your child. it's called parenting. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So I, that is a big, like, don't, you're not babysitting your child. <laughs> so anyways, I started to decide at that point when you guys were little, I need to make some changes. I need to have a job that I knew I wanted a career. I knew I wanted to always have a career mm-hmm. while raising children but certainly you guys were my focus i i so i decided to get into real estate mm-hmm. because my thought was when i'm on an appointment whatever that looks like for me i can tell people well i'm on an appointment i can't do it at this time i can do it at that time so right. it gave me more structure and flexibility where when you're working at a a retail store, you are there chained to the store for eight hours, 10 right. hours. So this allowed me such freedom and flexibility to be home at night with you. That was very, very important to me to have structured dinners yeah. every night. It was important for me to work in both of your classrooms. And again, I was just able to say, oh gosh, I'm not available at that time. They don't need to know what I'm doing. Yeah, <laughs> They just knew that I was under an appointment and it yeah. was a very important appointment. And so this real estate really offered me a a great way to balance both. And I know yeah. that's a luxury. But right. But that's interesting because now you're so fulfilled and have had so much career success. And really the children is what kind of pushed you into that role because true. you could have stayed at Nordstrom and it's probably true. been really successful, but like that's probably not what you're maybe you were supposed to be yeah. doing. And if you wanted the flexibility and you yeah. achieved that with real estate and yeah. that was only because you were open to having these children and like yeah. wanting to be the mom that you, that you were yes. and you, know, you are. So, and Zachary was a surprise. You were a fully planned out. There was, I finally kind of got into the program of like, yeah. how does Tracking. this all work? Tracking. Yeah. Well, it's just interesting. The knowledge gap that women face because while, you know, their sex ed in schools, you know, it's, it's, ramping up more as we get kind of into from maybe when you were growing up to even when I'm growing up. Well, I hope so. Well, yes. (laughs) However, really what I have noticed is while they talk about sex ed, they talk about STDs, they talk about, you know, getting your period. They don't talk about like the nitty gritty of what happens and why you get a period every month. I don't know if you guys, the listeners, remember I'm the femme um, teacher here. We did a podcast a little bit back that stands for fertility education and medical management. And we do cycle tracking and, and knowing when we're ovulating and how that contributes to our overall health. Because while yes, it's a big indicator on when we may be able to conceive or not conceive. It also is indicator of that we're in health of our body because if we're ovulating that means our hormones are at a good level and if we're not ovulating that's also a concern and it our body's trying to communicate that to us and so i just find it funny that we i the know the lack of knowledge the lack kind of knowledge of, yeah. and how you just popped in thinking well oh yeah i must even yeah you had sex and yeah. it's like i could not be pregnant how? i know <laughs> i know it's really embarrassing frankly that i was 24 years old and i I did not have a good grasp right. of, I understand 
the actual anatomy of it all and right. that this happens except i did not understand the tracking part i yeah. did not understand and i've told you when this you before, can get but, pregnant when you can't get yeah, pregnant i've told you this before but i used to go in everybody understands this when you go to the doctor they'll say when was your last period i would put down i would literally put down the 19th i just thought <laughs> well that's probably the day that i it's like every month it's probably the same day i didn't realize that it was changed it's a cycle yeah it's like and that it's 20 it changes every right. month it's a yeah. different date every right. month Nope, this dumbbell did not realize this. So, so yeah, I, I mean, it really, there is something to be said about what 3Ws offers with this because while we are there for you and your health overall when there's problems, we also can just teach you and educate yeah. you on how that's happening. And so, and especially with birth control, if you miss a pill, like you were saying, your body can spike and ovulation can happen and you don't know. Yeah. If you miss a day of tracking with FEM, you just jump back into it and you are kind of back on track mm -hmm. because you kind of are knowing where your hormones are based on the days before yeah. rather than with this, it's like, well, my hormones could have rose or they could have not. Like I could have yeah. handled it and you really don't know. So yeah. while, you know, birth control is an everyday thing, femme tracking is an everyday thing. They both, you're doing something every day. It's yeah. either remembering to take a pill or remembering to like check your, your signs, mm -hmm. uh, your biomarkers as they call them. And really, one, if you mess up, is easier than the other to kind of mm -hmm. bounce back into yeah. it. Um, well, and just to just to be more in tuned with your body and understand exactly. what's going on and take that as a priority where I I, I really believe that women, we're, we're, I think we're a little more complex than men. This is just my personal opinion. <laughs> so I think just the way that our anatomy is, that everything is internal with us. Right is a metaphor to how kind of complex we are. Right. And so we have to, as women, now I, you know, now that I'm on the other side of that, I'm going to be 51 coming up here. I appreciate and wish that I would have given a little more thought to how my body was working and a little more time into those. Yeah. My, honoring my, that. Yeah, yeah. Honoring it and spending some, spending some time to understand it so that I was prepared when I got yeah. married of, of what that looked like. For sure. And I mean, so we do adult femme at 3W. We also have a teen femme program where we can talk with young girls and it's at their level and it's how they can understand it's kind of age it. Appropriate. It's age appropriate. And if you have children that you want to educate on what's going on so they can go into the world and not be confused on, on why they're getting a period and when things are happening, we can do group classes, we can do individual classes do and know, Lauren, we offer that. This is just just sparked something in me. I remember as a mom of when you were probably 12, you wanted to start wearing makeup and I took you to the clinique counter. Yes. I wish that I would have had something like that. Of the yeah, program. That's not on the, just on the outside. Yeah. That's just not focusing on the outside. I mean, yeah. there's all this, uh, that's such a great knowledge that could empower young girls right. early on. And I, you know, I, I think that that was the right thing to do to go to the Neutrogena because it was very fresh faced. Clinique, but, mom. Oh, the Clinique. Yeah. <laughs> but I, w but I wish that this, I would have known about something like this. For sure. Well, and th that, so tell your friends and tell people who have kids because we are here and open and we, you can get a group of girls together. So it's not That's just a one-on-one nice. -on -one thing. We can do a whole, you know, a, a little, your a, like sports groups or yeah. your club and all of that. So, That's and we smart. can come to you too. So it's really smart. Yeah. I want to go back to your career and how much success you've had. I know on our last podcast with Roxanne, we talked about how you guys are the top 1% of yeah. your region and all these great things. Do you feel like being a mom allowed you and you kind of 
becoming this person made you a better businesswoman, a better oh my goodness. person in general? I have to tell you, when I was managing at Nordstrom, I uh, you've heard the, the, the term suck it up buttercup. Mm-hmm. I feel like that's the way I managed. I had a very very low empathy for people. She's an only child too. Yeah, I was an only child. (laughs) But I I really was like, we all have issues. I need you to get up and come to work and I need you to put on a happy face. And I was very, I wasn't empathetic. People were going through struggles and, and things and I would kind of say the right things, but I didn't feel the right things. So we were obviously in a corporate thing and I, but I would inside, I was, shaming them frankly <laughs> yeah. when they were calling in sick or yeah. they were doing and then i had children and it just opened me up to the to, to empathy and to right. f- uh, understanding and and putting myself in somebody else's shoes and i remember specifically there was a woman who struggled with migraines very debilitating migraines and it used instead of being like gosh i'm i'm, I'm thinking of you is there anything i can do for you yeah. can i make you some soup yeah which I, I, I would have done after children. I was like, Oh boy, here we go again with this lady, you know? So it really did. I, I, it's, it's just having children just really made me a better person. It made me a, a whole person. It made me, I'm, I'm a deeper person. Mm -hmm. Um, I have to think outside of myself and not right. only rely on myself. So it's pets can do that too. I think for you, yeah. if you if you're not somebody who wants to have kids, but kids certainly. But I think I think in our culture, there's a lot about like you can be a career woman or you can be a mom, and kind of like you gotta choose almost yeah. like either stay home or someone yeah. has to stay home, or yeah. you know it, it's kind of like you can't have it all. I and know. while you know, grandma and I talked about like, it takes a village to raise children. Mm -hmm. It's not like you can just, yeah, abandon the child, but Mm -hmm. you can, we can, you can be fulfilled in your career and have success and also have children. It's not like a pick one or the other. And so if you find yourself in pregnancies or, you know, and having these children and you're thinking, well, my dreams are dead. That's yeah. not true because your dreams, no, you didn't start your career until you had children. True. And I, I would say, and I don't know if this sounds, I mean, I do think there is something to making sure that you have a nest before you have a children. And right. I mean, I think I told you once that <laughs> even birds with a tiny pea brain make a nest for their baby birds coming into the world. Yes. And, and so, yeah, having, uh, having a, a plan, if you can, have a plan before you do something like that. But it, guess what? If you don't have a plan, Grandma Roxanne didn't have a plan, and she is a fantastic example of... You figure it wor- out. You figure it out, and she worked hard, and she had family around her that helped, certainly. Yeah. But she also had neighbors and uh, you know babysitters and Montessori schools and all yeah. of these things that she put into place so that she could provided a you know a roof over her head and all of those things but she she did a stellar example of this was not part of her journey wasn't part of her plan to get pregnant early yeah. and yet she made a success out of it exactly. she's a, a big success story yeah. and an inspiration and you guys are kind of both examples of having success while also getting to have children and having that relationship that beautiful relationship of having children while yeah. also being able to be fulfilled and be the boss lady you always kind of yeah. your younger self wanted to yeah, be yeah you know? i really am yeah. i'm really doing exactly what i wanted to do as far as i mean it's funny i look back at when i was little and i was probably like under 10 and i'd have all the neighbor kids come over to papa's house and i would take 
plywood and then I'd bring out chairs and tables and all the people would come over and I wasn't playing teacher like most people do. I was playing, I'm the boss and I'm telling you what to do. I was bossing people around back when I was nine. That's so funny. I know. But you know, there are people that like to not boss around. That's a bad word. That's that's what I used when when I was nine. Yeah. But now... My friend Kristen, she likes when we go on vacation, I'm very decisive. I find that I'm always ahead of everybody walking. Yeah. I'm like, I'm leading the group right. at all times. But people but people I, yeah, like that. I love that Helen's my boss. Like, I'm yeah. like, tell me what to do. Right. I'm going to do it the best exactly. I can. Exactly. And so, yeah, leaning into your strengths and being yes. able to know that about yourself. And yeah. and yeah, I think we're just reiterating here that while you know, you can have a plan for your life. There is beauty in being able to be fulfilled in a mother and and tapping into that like power that we have as yeah. women to literally create life. Oh my gosh. If, I mean, if women really like across the world globally understood the power that we have uh, as, as, as women, we imagine nine months later, just a full human <laughs> comes out. That's why some men, I mean, some people across cultures yeah. across are scared of, yeah. of women. Because we have power. Oh my gosh. All of a sudden, nine months later, I laid down with her and nine months later, she created a human. They, I mean, really think about like biblical, like long time ago, yeah. you know? Yeah. People would be like amazed that this happened. Exactly. It's, it's really powerful. Our yeah. bodies are incredible, incredible things. Yeah. I mean, yeah. And so I think, yeah, just reiterating here that we are powerful and to unleash that power is also to just know the power you have and mm-hmm. through fem or any type of tracking where you know what's happening in your body and just knowing your health and coming in for an exam or a well woman exam and edu- getting education from our doctors mm-hmm. like that's huge in being able to live your best life and be able to kind of reach your goals while not well knowing and being not being controlled by your body mm-hmm. and thinking like well my period's gonna come it's more like I know when things are gonna happen right. and I know why these why I feel this way right now yeah, and getting in front of those. Yeah, you're and being being in your first. You, the first boss should be the boss of your body. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. and you. It's not like your body's controlling you. It's you are saying, That's "I right. know why I'm feeling this way at this time of the month." And Fem really empowers you to do that. So, if you ever are in uh, need of services, Three W is here in the Seattle area to take care of you and help you educationally as well as you, with your physical body and your mental health. So uh, we are always here for that. Mom, is there any one last? thing you want to leave the listeners with before we wrap up well i am just it has been the honor of my life to be your mom i don't oh gosh (laughs) that's really and and zach's mom i mean it's just been over and above anything else just the absolute honor and i can't wait for more and she doesn't and she doesn't cry over real estate so yeah while you're there are we have deep relationships here on this earth and I think it's beautiful to I think a mother child relationship is so special more Mm. special than probably any and I'm Mm -hmm. not a mom yet but I can imagine that it's such a special relationship and so I'm so happy that you decided to have me yes (laughs) and also you know seeing you and how amazing you are and all you do in your life both as a mom and a friend and a daughter and a career woman is so amazing and I don't think you would be who you are without every aspect of that right and I think that's what we like to say at 3W is we take care of the whole person you're not just a patient in front of us you have a story you're you know you have a a whole world that you have that we want to honor and and take care of so thank you so much for joining us if you need anything at all please reach out and call us with an appointment you can reach me at the phone and we can book a femme appointment or anything you need thank you so much and be well 
For more information about 3W, please visit our website at 3wmedical.org. That's the number three, the letter W, medical.org. From there, you can learn more about the services we provide, book an appointment, or make a donation if you'd like to support our mission. You can also call our office at 206-588-0311. That's 206-588-0311. If you liked this episode, please share it with others and consider subscribing on your favorite podcast platform so you never miss an episode. Thank you so much for listening. And until next time, stay healthy and be well.